exclusive podcast from Impact 89FM. Dr. Kilometer, Eric Marzak. Hello, radio listeners. And a new guest on the panel, Tim. Hello. I'm just going to call you Tim for right now. You can do that. As long as that's okay. That's fantastic. I am wearing a wife beater because, damn it, it is April. And even though it's like 20 degrees outside, uh, I don't care. Uh, that and it's laundry day, and I don't have anything else that's clean. Apparently it's nipple day, too. Is it? I can, oh, ooh, yeah, it is. All right. So uh, lots to talk about on this uh, episode of Happy Hour. You can, of course, uh, play along, if you will. Uh, Impact Happy Hour is our screen name via AOL Instant Messenger. 432-3893 is the phone number should you choose to uh, interact with us on the old uh, telly. Unless they were at gunpoint, I don't know why that would happen. <laughs> yeah, this is true. And of course, uh, impact89fm.org, you can stream us. So if you uh, head into uh, some place where you uh, don't want to listen to the radio very loud, uh, you can do that. By the way, our boy Gomio, who uh, is apparently not on right now, did you see that email that he sent me? Yeah, man, those are some awesome, ridiculous cell phones. Those are some good. Did you see things. what he said at the end? What he does for a living? Uh, no. <laughs> Gomio, Gomio streams us every. We're his uh, Friday morning uh, morning show over in Japan. Gomio is a Buddhist priest, <laughs> wow, and that... he takes pilgrims around to like the eighty-eight holy sites of wherever he lives. <laughs> that would be such a great band name instead of Judas Priest, Buddhist Priest. <laughs> Breaking the law, fantastic. So Gomio, uh, whenever you get a chance to log in, uh, bro, we are. Uh, we are along with you. Um, lots to talk about. Like I said, I, I'm going to make this rant again. Uh, I've do, been do, 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 Brock rant. Brock rant. I uh, I was working on campus all weekend, <sighs> including on the day of the Christian Undead, and I uh, have found that even Saturdays are progressively worse for trains on campus. How long is it going to be? How long have they talked about building damn? bridges or tunnels on campus i got stopped by two trains in a row on uh, farm lane it is unbelievable wow one train stopped for 10 minutes everybody had to turn around i'm like i don't think you can stop for that long aren't they supposed to get tickets if they stop that long yeah when uh, was the last time you saw like the police train pull over the normal train (laughs) (laughs) i know but I mean, wait for GM to go belly up, then we won't have to deal with uh, trains anymore. Oh, my God. I I, I always thought, like, because there's signs that you see by the railroad tracks, like, if the train stops for more than 10 minutes, call call the East Lansing Police non-emergency line. Yeah. They're supposed to get tickets because they're blocking traffic, but it happens all the time on Farm Lane. And normally, it wouldn't be a huge deal because I understand there's a billion trains that go through. But when you're going through right at the point where everybody at the commuter lot has to get on campus because it's the most convenient way to get on campus because God knows you don't want to go down Harrison and hit 40 billion lights on your way to Trowbridge. Oh, I, uh, my, uh, if if you aren't aren't in the studio, you can't see the veins popping out. But uh, or the nipples. The nipples. <laughs> <laughs> Is like, it really that bad? Yeah, oh. yeah. it's pretty good. Yeah. All right, sweet. Would I'm you guys not... stop looking seriously? I'm you sitting... guys can see how Brock looks if you add us as a MySpace friend. Yeah, apparently uh, MySpace dot com slash Impact Happy Hour. Uh, Doctor Kilometer was just showing me today that uh, we uh, we added pictures of the entire staff, including us, uh, imbibing and having fun. And I noticed that my stalker added us as a friend, which is good times, uh, because I put it up on my uh, my MySpace page. So, also the Facebook profile up and running, where uh, the Reverend Craig Tail <laughs> Terrell has all of his his uh, his teaser exploits of his uh, all MSU dating yeah, uh, online adventures. Yeah, there's something else too, uh, and it's all there at the Facebook profile called Impact Happy Hour. You can find it. Uh, a lot of neat ladies out there. Should you? <laughs> <laughs> I w- we're going to talk about this at length later. I just want to know how many of them have heard you talk about uh, or heard of this going on. Well, the one that, uh the girl I went out on a date with last night, actually she heard me on the show <laughs> when, when we added each other on Facebook and then that was like on a Thursday morning mm-hmm. and then she turned around and heard the show. It just happened to be on. It's always an uphill battle when they've heard the show first. You know, and I'm just going to go out on a limb and say that I was kind of disappointed in your descriptions of the dates and the ladies last week. I'm in it for detail. I'm, I'm a, I, I like PerezHilton.com's website where he goes into super detail. I want you to be 
Karez Terrell. Wow. 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 That's a, that's a tall I, order. Uh, give me a few more weeks before. Uh, yeah, this is. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. Hey, I'll tell you what, though. Uh, Dr. Kilometer and I emailed back and forth because I thought it would be an interesting idea. And, and uh, the, the, <laughs> the, our matrician, uh, Dr. Kilometer, does not agree that it would be a good idea. I thought it would be a good idea, even though uh, Dr. Kilometer and I are, are not single. Uh, for us to put up dating profiles as well and have I'll a competition. Make it, make it a competition. <laughs> so, so what, what's the competition like? We're gonna like you know get like second, third dates and then like race them. <laughs> no, no, no. The competition was that we would we would get dates and then we'd pawn them off on you. Yeah. If they didn't like us or we didn't like them. See, the idea was we would tell them to meet us here at the impact and bring them on the air and then just push them all off onto you. <laughs> I kind of like that idea. No. <laughs> But I, you know, I can understand that we I, I, we have a term for that too. We're, it's called the garbage man. Yeah, Take, takes out the trash. <laughs> kind of like the wingman. Uh, so we, you know, I was was teasing that idea. I, I unfortunately I don't want to be castrated, uh, and I don't think uh, significant others would appreciate the idea of me putting up a profile. <laughs> no, all I'm no I am working on the uh, live on the air date. I, dude, you have to do. I that. I think that's a great idea. You have to do that. I got I got a prospect for that one or or three, but uh. you you should make like the date include like uh, dinner uh, he, the sh- dinner and a show. Just say you're taking <laughs> to her dinner and a show, and the show is Impact Happy Hour. You should bring her on and do it live. Oh, okay, because you know if and, she and dinner is the what the, like Burger King drive through. That's right, and you know if she's not if she's not worth it if she won't do it. If she'll come on and be on the air with us, she's totally cool. You gotta love me like I am, baby. <laughs> You know what? You know what? A day with you isn't a day without a little bit of public humiliation. Built yeah, in. yeah, that yeah, is pretty l- much par for the course. The life of the Reverend Craig Terrell. Yeah. So I'd like to welcome back uh, in the engineer stool, uh, David. Hey, David, welcome back. Hello, how are you tonight? You know, compared to Amanda, who just juts in and you know says whatever right in the middle when I'm talking. By the way, uh, we appreciate your uh, quietness and demeanor as you. Uh, Refill the seat in the uh, so studio. So professional. So professional, David. We appreciate it. He, uh, he, although David was... You're very welcome. <laughs> very nice. Uh, <laughs> he, uh, he did uh, warn me, though. Uh, I was saying we were going to be talking about the uh, new Creationist Museum, uh, and apparently that treads on some uh, water for uh, David. So it walks on water, as a matter of fact. <laughs> so uh, how many people have been complaining about the weather as of late? The uh, weather yesterday, fantastic. Good times, right? Yeah, you know, snowstorm, but I, I stayed inside. I didn't really care. As many people complained about it, we, at least we didn't get the six to nine inches that, like, Milwaukee got. Can you imagine if we would have gotten nine inches of snow? I probably would have killed myself. I wouldn't have. See, the thing is, though, I remember... I wouldn't have killed myself, maybe other people, but... Yeah, I, I remember from when I was a kid, every Easter I used to get a kite. Every Easter. And uh, can you still buy kites anymore, by the way? I think so. Are they all digital? Now? Man, I don't know. <laughs> I used to get a kite in my basket every Easter, and I would be able to go out and fly it every Easter because it was always sunny, nice and warm. I don't remember getting a couple inches wow, of snow. Wow, that is the most wholesome thing I've ever heard you uh, talk about doing. Yeah, no kidding. Between, well, then then it all went wrong. Between sticking your <laughs> hand up animal parts for bo- animals. <laughs> and what are you talking about? Your dad's a veterinarian. Yeah. Did he make you do that sort of stuff? I had, I, I helped Brock, him. I'm going to teach you about a horse's digestive tract. <laughs> no. First of all, my dad is not Larry the Cable Guy. <laughs> Second of all, I, <laughs> I learned, we used to, my dad used to I castrate. Put extra Vaseline on that glove. Get her done. Get her done. I, my, although they are That's redneck right. bumpkins, I, we, my dad used to routinely castrate, um, uh, and uh, castrate animals on our kitchen table. Um, like I helped castrate one of my newest cats on uh, Thanksgiving Day last year. Nice. On a table. Yeah, it's pretty easy. You're a medical professional. It's pretty, it's pretty simple, so it's not too bad. What would you guys do over the weekend? Uh, I made cheesecake for my family and uh, celebrated the, the, the holiday with my family. I, he has a PhD in cookery apparently as well. So, Oh, the one who's never, you are, a, you are a catch. <laughs> you are a catch. I made an, I made an orange vanilla cheesecake with a chocolate graham cracker crust for my family. Oh my God. Why don't you make this food and bring it in here? You yeah. made it for Pat Crane when he came in. 
You want some? Yeah. All right. I figured the juice might interfere with the cheesecake. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what'd you do, Reverend Terrell? Um, I honestly don't remember. No there, trips to Bad Axe? No, no trips to Bad Axe. It's too far. Yeah. I didn't even know it was Easter. I was driving around. I was like, <laughs> no, nothing's open. Closed. <laughs> and then I remember Ten Commandments was on the night before. I was like, oh, it's Easter. <laughs> So uh, he, uh, what I why do places close on Easter? Places are open on Christmas Eve for God's sakes, which is I mean supposedly Easter is the most holiest of Christian holidays, but still there's not really like a shopping rush. It's like, <laughs> oh crap, I need to get forty Cadbury eggs. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I feel every day. <sighs> Tim, what'd you do over the weekend? I went and saw Grindhouse, which was fantastic. I they we were we're going to talk about this later, yeah, but the uh, the the movie uh, the big. Uh, producers of that movie are worried that they're going to have to separate the two movies because of the uh, the low showing of the opening weekend so we'll I be talking about that later fantastic okay well tim thinks it's and great. then uh my jewish wife and i did not <laughs> celebrate easter yeah oh that's right and uh we went and ate at one of her friend's house in grand rapids and pretty much didn't do anything all weekend because everything was closed <laughs> I don't. I, the gas station, the bodega around my house wasn't closed. Bodega. So. Bodega. Uh, you'll also notice I had a gig, like I talked about last week, uh, which went surprisingly well. And uh, for those of you, uh, of course, I didn't talk about this on the air prior to the show, but we ended up playing a, a gig at the Buddies in uh, in Okemos, right there, basically across from Old Chicago uh, on Grand River. Which you wouldn't think going in there that it's a great place for a band, but. I will tell you, I, I, for playing in bands across the Midwest for the past, I don't know. For like, being a moderate rock star. For being a moderate, no, I'm not even close to being a moderate But for playing in a ton of different venues over the past few years, the smaller the better. If it's big, it sounds like crap. Uh, and Buddies is just right because it's small and every, the, the sound gets, you know, there's always enough people in there. There doesn't have to be a lot of people in there for it to sound okay. Kind of like Max. Um, but fortunately, we get to bring our own sound system. Uh, it was okay. I was uh, upsetting a lot of the people. First of all, they had the game on, so we had to wait until the, yeah. the <laughs> game was three-quarters of the way over. And then I started upsetting. There was a table that kept getting upset because I was just playing randomly between songs. For whatever reason, the guitar player in my cover band likes to wait about four minutes between every song that we play during a set. <laughs> I hate bands like that. So, yeah, I used to be in another band like that, as if you recall. Well, that's because, uh, that's because your singer had a... I don't. <laughs> what is that, Reverend Terrell? <laughs> had a little bit, of, had a little bit of the uh, the mental problems. Oh, <laughs> uh, you're gonna make someone cry. Be nice. Uh, Wouldn't be the first time. <laughs> <laughs> but apparently, uh, people like to take a ton of time between songs. So I would start playing my hot bass licks. You know, old school like Nirvana, Chili Peppers kind of uh, songs, and uh, I kept upsetting Tool some Primus, stuff like that. Obviously stuff my cover band would never play. Table kept getting upset that we'd never actually play, play the songs, songs to the point of heckling us. I would get us. upset. I would get upset at that too. <laughs> it was heckling at me. Good songs. Yeah, it is That's like a push-up bra. Yeah. I don't mind push-up bras for the record. In fact, I encourage them. Fantastic. Uh, obviously admits it was great uh, during the first set. Uh, right at the same time we ended playing a song, the whole bar erupted. And my guitar player slash singer looked over and he was like, oh my God, they really like us. I was like, no, look at the TV. MSU just scored. <laughs> they don't care about us. <laughs> uh, the championship was, I mean, it was cool to watch. I was watching while I was playing because they had TVs up everywhere and I don't pay attention to what I'm doing. Uh, and it was, I don't like hockey. I don't watch hockey, but it was an interesting game. Did I, either of you? I saw of you? like the first quarter. And I don't remember what I was doing that night. It's a period. Yeah, period. Period. Sorry. I know there's, <laughs> I know there's only three of them. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> trimester. The trimester. Uh, it was an interesting game, and it was, uh, it was great to see MSU win, of course. I missed it, but Tim can Tim Tim saw it. The uh, end of the Tigers game last night was absolutely fantastic. From what I, I missed, I, I yeah, last time I flipped awesome. to it, it was like the tenth inning. It, they played Baltimore yesterday in Baltimore, right? Yes. And it was still zip zip as of. I mean, yeah, Tigers... we got done with band practice at ten o'clock. Came upstairs and it was zero zero in the tenth, and then in the top of the twelfth, they got a grand slam. Craig Monroe hit a grand slam. Oh, did it really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, it was the, the Tigers just pulled out a last inning uh, win against uh, who are they playing? The Royals. The other day. Yeah, the Royals. It was great. Uh, I'm I'm hoping. 
I don't know what it is. I used to, when I was a kid, uh, I can remember. Because the Royals are such a well-run, awesome <laughs> yeah. organization. I, when I remember, as like every kid, I don't know if kids do it now because they're not worth anything. But back in the day when I was a kid, back in like 1987, 88, baseball cards were worth a lot of money. A lot of money. And I, we, I used to collect them all, watch baseball all the time. It was fascinating. Of course, as of like 1995, 96, all the baseball card prices just went. They're, they're not worth anything anymore, which hmm. doesn't make any sense to me. Uh, but the baseball got really lame for a while, and now, not just because of the Tigers obviously being who they are now, it's becoming more interesting to watch again. I, don't, I was watching the Masters, for God's sakes, over the weekend and finding that interesting. I would have killed myself if I was like 16 and been like, oh my God, we were watching golf on TV. It was actually interesting. Didn't you guys it's, watch the Masters? I don't know. No. I, I I'm getting old. Golf. I'm I getting I really old. I can play golf. I just can't watch it. The reason, the reason I watched the Masters this year, because last year, uh, Tiger Woods, he, when he won it, I was watching live. And he had that miraculous, uh, the miraculous chip oh, yeah, yeah. out of the sand on like 17. Every, yeah. And it was one of the most exciting moments i've seen live happening in sports um just totally dwarfing the msu goal <laughs> at the last yeah. in the last second even though that was really good too but uh but yeah i i'll watch i'll watch golf anytime it's on absolutely well as you get old i used to be the uh i was the alternative in high school that was too cool for the uh, jock kids but uh, as i've gotten progressively older I've learned uh, what stuff is cool and what isn't. By the way, you can interject anytime. 432-3893 is the phone number. Impact Happy Hour is at our screen name. It is also the name of our group on the Facebook. The Facebook. That's right, I said it. And uh, it's like people when they add plural to uh, like going to Myers. Uh, <laughs> and uh, we're also on uh, MySpace, Impact Happy Hour. MySpace.com slash Impact Happy Hour. It's all there. Uh, one thing I will say about Easter, I did. Uh, I got candy, which is a good thing. I don't know what it is about peeps, but they're like crack. Ugh. And Ugh. Uh, really, no way. really, no way. They're you the guys most don't... awful food in the world. Really? Yes. Oh my god, peeps. Besides cucumbers, and watermelon. <laughs> if you leave peeps out, you like cut a hole in the package and leave them get stale. They get oh, all hard. Stale peeps too. I'll, I'll eat them. I don't care. I'll eat them either way. I'll cut them up in lines and snort them. I don't care. This is a guy that I work with that burns them. You can put them in a microwave <laughs> and they get huge. It's fantastic. <laughs> uh, I like on South Park. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Uh, we'll be talking about did you see South Park last night oh yeah oh god we'll be talking about that as much as we can uh, later in television Uh, the big news that we're going to talk about and of course we have to be very delicate about this obviously uh, Don Imus uh, if you haven't been paying attention apparently uh, Don Imus said a few uh, said a choice phrase that was not a very wise and pretty stupid thing to do uh, not only did it get him dropped, the simulcast from MSNBC, they used to show his, his TV show like they used to do for Howard Stern on, uh, I think, morning, CNN, and MSNBC. Or on E. e. They, they showed at MSNBC every morning. Uh, CBS Radio has dropped the Don Imus radio show. He is now without a job because of what he said on the air. Yep. I guess all sponsors were backing out. So. Yep. Well, that's the, uh, probably the biggest reason he got fired was well, not over the comment. It was the fact. Well, it was over the, the comment, the but money. it's because the money was leaving <laughs> in the advertising. Well, yeah. Here's the thing about that. My two cents. Um, what he said maybe not been so bad. I mean, I think I think really there's like an overly cautious post 9/11 vibe to all the uh, big news stations. But here's why I'm glad he's fired. <laughs> The dude has a mullet. Yeah. And he, he just looks like that uncle you have that's still trying to be cool, that tries to be with it and tries to be controversial, so you think he's cool. Like I could see a Don Imus like driving around in his LeBaron convertible trying to pick up like <laughs> oh, college girls or something. See, I think it's I I I have both sides personally. There's there's I think there's good sides and bad sides for it. I think the good thing is that white over like old white overweight blowhards even though Don Imus isn't really that yeah, overweight but yeah, the mullet. Uh, with mullets are getting called out for what they're saying on the air which is good and I, I think that's a great thing they shouldn't be allowed to do it on the same token um, do you think if he would have said if he would have had said gay slurs instead of race slurs he would have gotten fired for it no absolutely not I don't think I don't think so at all and I it's just like and I I agree he should he should be fired for what he did um, for the most part I agree that he should be fired and it just, I don't know, the kind of example it kind of sets. The thing that was really interesting to me that um, I found, it was CNN.com because it was, um, 
Anderson Cooper 360. It was last night. He had a couple people on the show, and they were actually taking phone calls. And what was really interesting, and Don Imus, for those of you who don't know, has been in radio forever. He used to be a shock jock. His days of being a shock jock were long over. He's not a shock jock anymore. Um, but it was interesting that they were getting calls from faithful listeners of Don Imus of color who were defending him. I mean, they weren't defending what he said, but they're like, okay, the guy apologized. He did wrong, but you know, do you, does he really deserve to be lambasted? And this, the thing is all the people that, that were up in arms about, and I'm not saying it's a good thing or bad thing, but all the people that were up in arms about what he said, aren't people who listened to Don Imus at all. And wouldn't, you know, I, it's a weird thing. It's, that's a fair point. Although, can you fault people for not listening to a show that doesn't, you know, ascribe their beliefs and their their feelings about life? I mean, no, absolutely Don not. Imus, Don Imus hasn't been, in my mind, he hasn't been relevant for a while. Well, he know? has been relevant because he's had a lot of big name people on his show, specifically presidential candidates. Um, but that's about the only thing adding validity. You, there's not, you're not going to find any college kids he, listening to Don. No, Imus. definitely not. And I think the only reason why he has those people why he actually gets those people is because he has a base that those people like john mccain and you know newt gingrich they're trying to reach those people that listen to don don imus actually i think don imus is more of a isn't he more of a liberal guy no no way centrist sort of libertarian He's definitely he's definitely not liberal. I would maybe say centrist. Yeah, he's definitely not like a hardcore right winger, but he's he's somewhere like a right leaning centrist. McCain McCain is on his show all the time. Which say what you want about McCain, but sometimes he can be a little bit. I yeah. I don't know. I, I it's hard. I I will be honest with you. It is hard for us to even talk about it on the air because it is so sensitive. I mean, there's a lot of things I, I would like to say about it, and I, I realistically, I'm you know, I, I don't find, I find what he said really offensive and really bad, and like I said, I think he should have got fired for it. But I, I also find issue with the coach of the Rutgers having a press conference stating that these girls' lives were ruined forever, and that there's potential lawsuits coming up. I mean, do you think that Dynamis no. should be sued for no. what he said? No, he he shouldn't. Um... I don't. I don't even. I'm sure they could figure out something to sue him for, but if anything, it's brought lots of positive publicity to Rutgers and to those girls. Because if you saw the, if you saw the press conference, they were very smart, well put together, eloquent. Their thoughts were absolutely rock solid. They handled themselves so well, and they didn't get angry like they could have. Yeah. I, you know, they, they did, did a great job. They did great. I just I think their coach said a few things that were a little over the line. I I, I think the best thing that everybody could have done for this, and this is why I'm the best thing everybody could have done for for all of this besides is to pretty much ignore it because um, while that sounds bad, I I don't think people realize now how much money Don Imus is going to make off of this because now even though he got fired from CBS oh, yeah, XM or Sirius is going to want to want him uh, they're going to pay him a lot of money he's going to be able to make a ton of money off a book um, when people get irrelevant and say stupid things it's better to just let them fade into nothing like Ann Coulter yeah I mean nobody takes her she, she can say yeah whatever she wants nobody everybody's like you're I, Ann Coulter you I know. think after this oh, man, that would time. be such a great all I miss you date <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> the Reverend Craig Terrell dates Ann Coulter. <laughs> I so would go out on that date. So I I can only pray Don Imus is gone. That's great. Uh, I can only pray Rush is next and then maybe Hannity. Uh, and then maybe uh, who else? Uh, Who's that guy? Oh, he, Glenn Beck. Glenn Beck. Yeah. And, uh, uh, oh. The funny thing is, I, I will say this, and we have a phone call, which kind of scares right me. Right-wing Voltron. The funny thing is, is <laughs> you, should, you should have seen... The the thing that worries me most about this is that all the the right wing uh, politicians, people like or, or you know shows like Glenn Beck and all those guys that had Jesse Jackson and Al Sharpton on their shows, the only reason they were doing that well, was the Daily Show made fun of that. It's like, oh, you screwed up. Who's your go to? Yeah, Jesse or Al? Oh, you went with Al. Yeah, I saw. <laughs> no, but my worry is that that the you know Fox News and these the the right wing based people are putting it off like Don Imus did such a terrible thing. 
merely for ratings and votes more than that they actually care about what happened. And I don't I don't know if people get that or not. Like I, I would I I don't know. It, it can be taken so many different ways. But the, let's take a phone call. Impact Happy Hour. You're on the air. How's it going? Hey, what's up? Nothing. Listen to your show. I love it. Thank love you. It. Appreciate it. You're our one listener. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, one of your friends on MySpace. Actually, I am two of your friends on MySpace. Really? Which one? I am the Shiz Knit because I knit things. Oh, right on. Fantastic. And I have a tattoo of Uncle Fester. Oh, okay. I know exactly who you're talking about. Thank so, you. So, uh, so what's up? Okay. I, I think I just messed up saying what he said. He could have had a little more class saying it, but... What's the difference between what he said and all these rappers who pretty much the same thing and they can get away with saying it? I, I heard, actually heard that. women and all that. I heard that point brought up, and it's, while I can understand that, when you've got somebody in the position of Don Imus, it's, uh, he, his, his voice gets out to a hell of a lot more people than the rappers do. And it's, really? I think so. I, I would think you'd be surprised at the number of people that listen to Imus. And I think that... Well, people over 60... Yeah, I, I, well, I don't know. I, I fear that people, I'll put it this way, people, that, for the most part, people that listen to R&B, hip-hop, rap, whatever, have more brains in their head to realize when things are being used artistically or things are being used in storytelling. Where I think we kids act these days? I, I have, I actually, I have a really interesting comment on that. Snoop Dogg was consulted on this subject, and they said Snoop Dogg, how can you rap about women and, you know, and all this, you know, the words that Don Imus said? How can you rap about stuff like that and get away with it? Yet he basically gets crucified over it. Snoop Dogg, I thought, was really eloquent. He said, Don Imus isn't out there. He's not going home to these people. He is not, um, Don Imus is talking about girls who have pulled themselves up by their bootstraps who've reached the pinnacle of education and athletics for for women he is talking about basically the cream of the crop and and calling them those horrible names and snoop dogg said rappers are not talking about those people we're talking about the people who are hangers on to us and who are the people who are in our ghetto and our hood, whatever the word that Snoop Dogg said. And he was really persuasive in his argument. And, um, you know, I think his point was well made. Oh, fantastic. Well, we're going to try to move on because I know we can talk about this all night. So. Yeah, let's let's move on to something really scandalous. Yeah. <laughs> okay, like Craig you. dating. Yeah, there you go. Thank you. All right. Thanks, man. The one thing I will say is the thing that scares me uh, about this is uh, I don't – what I was trying to, to allude to when he brought up the point of, you know, how come rappers don't get in trouble? Because for that, for them, it's an art. For them, they know a hell of a lot more of what's going on than Don Imus yeah. does. And I would say that it scares me for people like my parents who the only world they live in is the world that they're told by people like Fox News or Don Imus or even, you know, Air America or whatever. And they take everything that's said seriously and they think that's how the world works oh, and yeah. how things are. I mean, yeah, there's like, there's a direct correlation. I it, mean, your, your stunted worldview liberal is just as bad as your stunted... Absolutely. Exactly. It's, stunted worldview... Conservative. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's just, it's horrible. And it creates such a polarization in this country. And it's tearing us... It's tearing us apart. <laughs> Way to go, in excess. Yeah. I, uh, the final thought on this is that the, what scares me is it's the year 2007, and we still have to deal with things like this. Um, yeah, and yeah, where's my jetpack? Yeah, and where's the jetpack? <laughs> Fortunately, hopefully all these uh, white, uh, overweight, blowhard radio people have enough coronaries in the next few years where we can start changing the guard. Uh, of uh, of the way that uh, the media is portrayed, or they'll get locked up for uh, getting too many prescriptions Oxycontin. for Viagra and Oxycontin. <laughs> so anyway, there's uh, one white blowhard gone, uh, and hopefully uh, more to come. So and uh, and hopefully Ann Coulter's on that list. Just somewhere. just make sure you never turn into a white blowhard, Brock. I I don't think I could. I you know the thing is I was thinking about and it can't, of course I just said last thought on this is I don't even know where someone like something like that would you would think to even come out of your mouth i mean first of all let's agree that there are certain 
the the ways that you you talk to your friends and the way you talk in public and things you say you know partying and doing all that stuff but even something like that i would never say and this thing, he's basically at work yeah and but i mean even something to my friends i wouldn't say something like that and the thing is i grew up in a small town an all white town i grew up around bigots racists homophobes my family are racist you essentially grew up in a john mellencamp song yeah and i basically i grew up in a small town with or a little Bruce pink houses yeah and i i the thing is i don't understand is where does it how does the, that kind of race kind of thing come in like the first time I saw, uh, I heard a lot of stuff back when I was a kid in, in uh, gay old Paris, and I uh, I remember the first time I saw nothing but a G thing, and I was like, who are these badasses? Like, I thought it was the <laughs> coolest thing in the world. Me too. The coolest thing in the world. It's like, I, I like, want a car that does that. Yeah, exactly. But I, in the, the whole race thing never, I just don't understand where it comes from, and I grew up permeated by it. And I don't understand how some people can get to the age of Don Imus and still have that. I don't care how old you are or how long it's been integrated in. Like, it's 2007. Yeah, doesn't it go away? People are people. Yeah. For God's sakes. Uh, I, I fear for the... <laughs> I want my car to do that. How does it do that? Of this country. In Anyway, let's move on because uh, we can focus on this. Uh, you'll also notice in the news that the Duke lacrosse team, uh, the three players, the charges were dropped. Um, and uh, they're talking about lawsuits for the Duke lacrosse players. That is a case where I think maybe a lawsuit might be in order. Well, the only time I would say a, 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 a lawsuit would be in order is if the people who, the woman who was accusing was doing it specifically for monetary damage. Well, the the um, district attorney, Mike Nifong, who brought the charges against the Duke lacrosse players, um, did it right before he was up for re-election. So there's some speculation as to whether he brought those charges up against them to bolster his public image in the face of a public election. Hmm. I don't know. He uh, apologized to them today, by the way. He straight up apologizes right to them. Well, well, uh, I don't know. I, it, it sounds like it's going to be more lawsuits, uh, regardless. Uh, why, before uh, you know what? Before we get into movies, it's already seven thirty. Let's take a break, and uh, we'll come back. We're gonna talk movies. We will talk about the adventures of dating, fun times, the Reverend Craig Terrell. The fun half hour is oh, next. Oh yes, and apparently the Tyrannosaurus Rex tastes like chicken, and we will talk to you about that up next. Stay tuned. It's happy hour, and it's right here on Impact eighty nine FM. You're listening to Exposure on eighty eight point nine The Impact. For some high school students, school can be a dangerous place. A lot of gamers look at you as a gang member, too. For some, just being in school can be a struggle. I wouldn't go to school. I didn't care about what my mom said. My mom would tell me, like, what are you doing for yourself? You're not doing nothing. But despite all the obstacles, inside every high school student is a graduate. People look down on you if you don't have a diploma. I want to graduate because they say I won't. Go to BoostUp.org and find out how you can help a friend, a son, a daughter finish high school. BoostUp.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Army and the Ad Council. For more variety than you'll hear on any other station, listen to the Impact Primetime, Primetime, where you can find a different specialty show every night of the week. Tuesday nights from 8 until midnight, the Impact's progressive torch and twang brings you the best in alternative country and grassroots music. Only on Impact Primetime. You're listening to Exposure on 88.9, the Impact. Phone lines are open at 432-3893. And now, back to Exposure. Welcome back to Happy Hour right here on Impact 89 FM. My name is Brock. Thanks for joining us. It is our everyday, every Thursday uh, evening date. High point of my week. Uh, welcome to the panel, Tim. Hi. Tim. How's it going? We love you, Tim. Uh, the Reverend Craig Terrell. I love you, Brock. And Dr. Kilometer, Eric Marzak. I love Marzak. you, Reverend. Uh, Impact Happy Hour. It's our screen name via AOL Instant Messenger. It's also the name of our uh, group on Facebook and uh, Impact Happy Hour. It is uh, our MySpace page. Uh, myspace.com slash impact happy hour uh we're gonna move on we, obviously we've been uh digging the uh, don imus thing to death uh beating the proverbial dead horse yeah if you want to argue Love about it over the internet uh please continue to do so um but we think uh what happened is what deserves to happen and uh we're all moving on moving on the one thing i'll be curious to see is who the hell they replaced don imus with uh because the cbs radio is falling apart david lee roth uh, he got his <laughs> shot it ain't happening again so let's talk about movies. Uh, by the way, just to let you know, coming up 
the adventures in all MSU dating with Woo-hoo! the Reverend Craig Terrell. So that is something uh, to uh, set your tapes to record for. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's dirty. <laughs> <laughs> Movies out this week. Uh, the weekly top uh, box office top five. Blades of Glory, no surprise, in at number one. Meet the Robinsons at number two. Are We Done Yet at number three. The Weekend uh, opening for uh, Are We Done Yet, Ice Cube's new movie. Fourteen point three million, which uh, is more than triple than Chris Rock's uh, new movie weekend opening of uh, I Think I Love My Wife. Yet so still more than Grindhouse. What's up with that? Which beat Grindhouse at eleven point six. Uh, well, we'll talk about Grindhouse here in a moment. Uh, the Reaping at uh, ten million, apparently. Uh, out this week of the Hoax, the new one with Richard Gere uh, is set in nineteen seventy one. Is Clifford Irving who's writing a story about Howard Hughes? Uh, uh, basically, that, that movie looks kind of awesome, actually. Uh, yeah, I don't. If uh, you're into that kind. Thing. I, I really am not. Uh, Grindhouse, which uh, Tim saw. Yes, I did. And is it true Quentin Tarantino awesomeness? Um, it's it's got its it's the twist isn't so twisty. Uh huh. But the overall action of the movie is quite quite good. And you have hot chicks, uh, Rosario Dawson, uh-huh. and I don't think Rose McGowan is all that hot. I. Myself, I'm a big fan of pasty women. <laughs> and, uh... Fantastic. Um, it is split into two uh, movies, Death Proof and Planet Terror. Uh, in the, uh, from what I have heard uh, from uh, such uh, insiders as Entertainment Weekly and the like, is that producers are worried the, the weak uh, opening of the movie was due to the fact that it was so long as it is basically two movies. Yeah. And they are talking already, if it doesn't get any better this weekend, they are going to split the two up. So they're going to do the Kill Bill thing. Basically, yeah. Weinstein says that America is the only place in the world that the movie was originally um, going to be together. Mm-hmm. He said when they're releasing it, of course, all over the world and every place besides America, it's two movies. Uh, how but long? If you did it like that, you wouldn't have the sweet movie trailers in between. They're going to. Uh, those are those are relegated to the realm of DVD extras now. And uh, Weinstein, he did say that. When they release them overseas, they are going to include the the missing reels yeah, in the yeah. movies because apparently the Grindhouse films of yore had missing reels all the time, and it's part of the shtick of these uh-huh. movies. How, what, I have to ask you this, Tim, because you saw it. Number one, um, how long was it? I got there for the matinee show on Friday, and it was 5.35, and I got out, and it was uh, 10 to 9. Oh my god! It was uh, long, but I stayed three, entertained the whole three time. Three plus hours. And does Kurt Russell really play that much of a badass? It's not actually. That's that's the plot twist. I mean, it's no Escape <laughs> from L.A., but uh, Escape. You from- do, you gotta watch the movie. It's it's pretty funny. Rose McGowan, Josh Brolin, Freddie Rodriguez, Kurt Russell, uh, Michael Bine, uh, Stacey Ferguson, uh, of course, the Weinstein uh, family, and uh, Quentin Tarantino. I don't understand why people can't de- like uh, the movie that uh, Doctor Kilometer just saw. Zodiac was three plus hours long. Why yeah. can't people sit for three hours to watch a movie? I would have no issue. America's bigger soda portions. <laughs> no, man, that doesn't make any sense because uh, a lot of the theaters around here they give you free refills on the soda. Well, the, no, you no, but yeah, they have to. Yeah, you have to go up, get up, and do your thing. And I don't know how you can't drink this much pop over three hours anyway. <laughs> yeah. It's... Well, the thing is, I, they were making the argument of the new Harry. Harry Potter films. The thing with, of course, I'm going to bring up Harry Potter anytime I can because I'm a huge dork. The thing with Harry Potter films is you have seven, eight hundred page books that you're trying to fit into two hours or whatever. Mm-hmm. And what I don't understand is if you made a four hour long Harry Potter movie, just as many people would go see it. The kids would sit through it, no problem. No, I would sit pro- through it. I would I mean, too. Well, I say the kids, I mean Harry Potter fans. That's what I really mean. But I, I, do you really think a four hour movie would shoo them away? You would get to add so much more of the the book and the plot into the movie you know maybe they would need an intermission what do you think about that intermission no you can get up and i don't think you could do an intermission anymore because of the sneaking people yeah you could get up and potty anytime you want 9-11 world intermissions are impossible (laughs) i I just don't understand why people have such an issue with um i I understand regular movies you couldn't just make any old movie three or four hours long for Mm -hmm. the most part but when it's something with that much dedication you can make a star wars movie five hours long and people Mm -hmm. or a star trek movie or harry potter movie or um lord of the rings movie or in the new indiana jones movie that they're making oh, which yeah. is supposed to come out next year could be four hours long it would not deter a single person from seeing it speaking of movies coming out 
Aquatine. Indeed it is. Um, we'll get, got, got the plans for that one. We are getting to it very shortly, I assure you. Uh, Firehouse Dog also out, by the way. Well, let me ask you, Tim, just one second to, to interject. Do the two movies have plots that um, intertwine with one another? Yes. Okay, fair enough. You know, Gomio makes a good point in that um, he says that he don't he doesn't think it's the fans that don't want long movies; it's the studios wanting to fit more showings in a day. Yeah, I suppose that I suppose that's possible. But, but I mean, you uh, have theaters with showing the movie on more than one screen. I don't yeah, know. That's a lot of real estate and time estate to devote to one movie that may or may yeah you know, it's but it's, you, you hear you hear so much about movie studios in america making a lot of their money from the concessions and you know i know for a fact that if a movie if, you know if you got a blades of glory that's an hour and 20 minutes long i'm not going to get a snack yet if i'm going to sit down and see harry potter or star wars yeah. or grindhouse that's three plus hours i'm going to need a soda and I'm going to need a candy bar, you know. You'd think that the studios, or you'd think that the movie theaters wouldn't complain because, you know, maybe maybe you do have less showings per day, but it seems like you'd get higher revenue per showing. Well, I think part of the problem is is that the movie industry has proven itself over and over again by looking at the huge list of ter- terrible movies coming out. It's an extremely risk-averse industry right now. And putting like a four or five hour movie in the theater. Be a complete flop. That could be a complete flop. I mean, you're going to hose your earnings for several weeks, and the margins on that industry are so thin anyway. Weinstein knows that every Quentin Tarantino fan is going to buy the DVD and love it, and they know they're going to make their money back. I don't understand why they're making such a big hubbub over it. I I don't quite understand it either. Uh, Other movies out that have uh, bombed, uh, and I say that loosely, like I was looking at the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie, came out on uh, March 23rd. To date, it has made $40 million, which I don't know how much it costs to make. Um, Are We Done Yet? Doing quite well. Uh, Other movies that didn't do well. uh, Rain Over Me, I didn't see, did uh, very well. I was going to look... I think that came out on the 23rd as well. It did. And I don't think, I don't know if it ever even got in the box office top. It's only made $17 million. I don't think the publicity for that movie was done well. You know, I mean, I saw maybe two or three previews for it. Um, It seems like they put all their eggs in one basket. The previews that I saw for it were all on American Idol. And um, it seems like maybe if you don't watch American Idol, they didn't try to target you. I don't even know what movie you're talking about. Yeah, it's with uh, Adam, Adam Sandler, Sandler and Don Cheadle. Oh, yeah. okay, yeah. Uh, by the way, The Hills Have Eyes 2 got one star from Hollywood.com, so that must mean it's fantastic. Yeah, it looks, looks about as good as the last one. <laughs> I was actually one of the few people that never saw the first one. Movies opening this week. Uh, Everything's Gone Green, uh, Year of the Dog, many movies that won't be out around here. Redline uh, will be out around here. Lonely Hearts. Uh, Perfect Stranger, uh, Pathfinder, Disturbia, all opening this week, as well as... See, the thing is, on uh, Hollywood.com, it says that Aqua Teen Hunger Force, the movie's been open since the 23rd, but I think of March, but that's only been in select theaters. Yeah, it opens for real this weekend, and I went to the website today, and, um, and it looks pretty ridiculous in a good way. Like an Aqua Teen Hunger Force? Yeah, like an yeah, average Aqua, Aqua Teen Hunger Force. I, I, I'm looking here at uh, movies opening next week, and there's an independent movie that's got the Reverend Craig Terrell written all over it. It's called Smiley Face, as it opens on 420. Uh, the synopsis is, a slacker actress trips her way through a series of life-changing misadventures after eating a batch of marijuana-laced brownies made by her stoner roommate. Sounds like a happy accident. Starring... Anna Ferris. <gasps> uh, from Ooh, My Girl Scary fame. Movies. Oh, yeah. I was thinking Anna the other Anna Ferris was in Scary Movie. She was in. John Cho is also on this movie. Oh, in this that's movie. so good. Uh, Jane Lynch, uh, Adam Brody, Marion Ross, Donnie Trejo, uh, Michael Hitchcock. So, uh, Hans Ritter is the, uh, the producer. Uh, so, is this your stoner comedy? Apparently, uh, it is. I was one of the only kids that didn't like. Um, what was that movie? Harold and Kumar. Confu- no, oh, Days and Confused? Confused was like the Harold and Kumar of my my wheelhouse. You didn't watch that movie. Uh, I didn't really think it was that great. What I about Half Baked? That was in your wheelhouse too, wasn't it? Half Baked was yeah. Half Baked was pretty good. Come on, it's got John Stewart in it, being in the enhancement smoker. <laughs> Have you seen it on weed. 
The Enhancement Smoker is uh, fantastic. Uh, many movies coming uh, soon. We have to wait until May for Spider-Man 3, but that's May 4th. Uh, 28 weeks later, Blind Dating, Georgia Rule, Shrek the Third, May 18th, uh, The X, Pirates of the Caribbean, At World's End, May 25th. Mark my words, the funniest movie of the next two months is going to be, I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry. I know, you you sent us the, uh, the links to those, uh, to the, the, the trailer, which, uh, I find, uh, I found quite amusing. So, yeah. Let's take a call real quick. Uh, caller, you are on the air with Happy Hour. What's up? Hey, how's it going? It's Sean again. Hey, Sean, what's up, man? Uh, question: Did you guys see the April Fool's joke by uh, the Adult Swim with the Aquatine? Yeah, we were talking about it last week because I was watching Futurama and I was like, "What the hell is that little square in the bottom of the screen?" Yeah, it was fantastic. Yeah, I, I TV'd that whole block. It, oddly enough, I, for some reason, I thought I was going to see the Aquatine. <laughs> put Who's the goose. Yeah, put your face all the way up to the TV. I did, and now I wear glasses. Thank you for making fun of my maladies there, B-Rod. <laughs> Thanks, Sean. Bye. Uh, we talked about it last week. For those of you who don't know, for April Fool's joke, they were saying that uh, they're going to play the entire Aqua Tween Hunger Force movie on TV before you can see it in theaters. What happened was they played it in a block that was like five pixels by five pixels in the corner of the screen. Uh, and they play, you could hear the sound like every five minutes, they'd play the full volume of the movie and then they'd cut it back. <laughs> Cause I was on my computer and I was like, what the hell is going on? And I went over and looked at it and I'm like, what is that? But yeah, that was the entire uh, Aqua Teen. So what do we movie. get to talk about? Lebo South park. Come on. <laughs> We're talking about that soon. Hey, just let me get to it uh, out on DVD this week. Bobby, of course, the retelling of the assassination Senator Robert F. Kennedy, uh, jump in, don't know anything about it. Twin Peaks, the complete second season. It's taken him a long time to get Twin Peaks out on DVD. Cause What's that, up with that? Uh, I don't know. Uh, Good Shepherd, Charlotte's Web, and Volver are also all out. TV this week. Uh, let's start first. American Idol is already, for me, and it seems it's losing its steam. The whole Sanjaya thing has kind of lost steam already, even though last night apparently I didn't watch. He wasn't in the bottom three. I think less and less people are caring anymore because it's like, okay, it was funny. Uh, they cut the hottest chick. She had, she was super hot. Haley. They cut her. Mm, okay. And uh, she was basically the one where Simon would just, uh, when he would judge her, he would just get mesmerized and say, "I thought it was pretty good. You've got good legs." Yeah. <laughs> uh, by the way, a funny thing: uh, the Nielsen Top Ten. Nielsen, of course, the rating system for television for the week of uh, April second to April eighth. Uh, number one, American Idol. Number two, American Idol. Number three, CSI. Number four, the NCAA basketball championships. Wow, that's pretty good. And, and number four, they got smoked by two American Idols. And CSI. And CSI. <laughs> oh, that's just so terrible. Well, they're all on different nights. Number five, Dancing with the Stars. Yeah, I figured wow. that. Number tied at number five, House. Number, House is great. Uh, tied for seventh, Dancing with the Stars. Uh, Desperate Housewives, Shark, which I don't even know what the hell that is, uh, and Without a Trace, special something. So. Shark is uh, the lawyer drama that stars <sighs> James Woods. Oh. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Family Guy reference. Uh, uh, so, obviously, American Idol, we talked about it at length for the past couple of weeks. I'm just going to stop talking about it because I don't really care anymore. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we'll bring it up because we do have Fox 47 as one of yeah, our friends. Yeah, friends now. Our friends on uh, MySpace. I will just say that the shtick was funny for a little bit, but now it's not so funny anymore. So You mean the Sanjaya thing? Yeah. Goodbye to Sanjaya. Well, I never vote for him, but... Uh, do you actually vote? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I vote three times for every person that I think deserves it. Wow. More people voted for the American Idol finale last year than the president. Yeah. yeah, give you an idea where our priorities are as well, a country. No, 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 no. It's because people on, can on, on, vote on. multiple times. I, yeah, because you're allowed to vote multiple times. There were more votes tallied for the American Idol finale than there were in the presidential Well, maybe election. we need to make the presidential election like a, a little bit more entertaining. Like that. Make them sane. Yeah. What, what more entertaining do you want than a big-eared hillbilly versus a slow-talking northerner? <laughs> I want to see some wrestling. I want to see the octagon. Uh, yeah, let's get the cage it's match out. So, uh, also uh, the Lebo episode Le of uh, South Park last night, which we can't. Re- I don't. I fear about talking about this kind of stuff. On I, the air we now. missed the entire episode. Yeah, we were so. we were practicing, so we missed it. Yeah. Uh, South Park this season has been one of the best seasons oh, yeah. South Park has had in uh, in the past 
I don't know, five, six years. This is, they decided to make fun of the movie 300 last night. Uh, but instead, <laughs> basically the synopsis is Mrs. Garrison, Janet Garrison, decides that she's a lesbian and starts going to a lesbian <laughs> bar that ends up getting bought out by Persians. And so they basically have to fight the Persians from redecorating the lesbian <laughs> bar, which is called Lay Beau, by the way. Uh, it's French. It's French. Figure it out. Uh, and it, uh, another fantastic uh, South Park episode. I don't know what else we can talk about. Because <laughs> I, I fear for... Uh, best, uh, Ameri- best show comment commentary on american culture you know the thing there. is though about south park is they can do anything and they can get away with it they because they do it the so, it's so current they can scissor too that's right they can scissor a little bit i've been doing that all day i've been like i, I guess unless you kind of scissor a little bit uh <laughs> oh. Oh. the line got, got crossed yeah so uh no, i have to see it <laughs> and then butters is like i always heard you had to be careful with scissors <laughs> Fantastic South Park. Let's take a quick call. Impact Happy Hour. You're on the air. What's up? Hey, Brock, guys. Uh, I'll tell you what, man. Uh, we were in a bar last night, and uh, one of the bartenders happened to turn around South Park, and I saw that episode in a bar. And i got to tell you, like, at, at the end of the episode, the whole, like, outrageousness thing they throw in there, it's just, I was just stunned that they even put that on TV. I mean, they're, like, you're, you're, you're absolutely right. It has got to be the best episode. um <laughs> Uh, series they've done in a long time for South Park, but just the fact that, like, I mean, you read about these guys, they, like, they actually do these episodes, and they do them in a week. Like, oh, yeah. Like, 180-hour um, work weeks just to turn it around, mm-hmm. and that's scene 300, and I'm looking at this episode, and I'm like, are they spooking 300? Oh, yeah. They did really, really well, too. Yeah, I yeah I agree. They if you for those of you who don't know, for most cartoons like The Simpsons, you, they it takes them six eight months to get those episodes turned around. South Park does it in a week. So whatever's I, that's the good thing about South Park is whatever the big thing in the news is, they can make fun of it that week or within a yeah, couple it can days. Be so current. I wonder if we're gonna see an IMAS episode. Oh, I, think, the next I two weeks. guarantee we will. All right, thanks, caller. Thank you. All right, uh, fantastic episode. I I uh, I will say that uh, for those. If you want to get a website, I have a website, and I don't want to say <laughs> Tim loves the scissor. Uh, I have a website for those of, the, of you that haven't seen it. Uh, should you choose to instant message me, I can send you uh, a link to where you may watch the episode and any other episode of uh, South Park ever made for the most part, but I'm not going to give it out over the air. Uh, Impact Happy Hour is the uh, screen name via AOL Instant Messenger. It is. Uh, we don't have a ton of time left in the show, and we have to get to the Reverend Terrell's All MSU well, Dating it's, it's Adventures. It was, it, was, it, was, it, was kind of, it was kind of a lame week, actually. Oh, you no, can't build can't up. Be. You can't the, build well, up. The hot prospect, the hot prospect, the one that I want to bring on the show. From, wait, is this the the girl the that girl I from, went to beat it? I yelled from last at, week. Yeah, I yelled. At she's yeah. cute and she's smart and yeah. musically inclined. And, and all that stuff. Hip, hip indie girl, right? You know, you went to where's the hats? You went to Beaners with her last yeah, week. Yeah, I yelled at her. Yeah, with the whole espresso machine. I went on a date last night. That was just exceedingly tame. Where did you go? Uh, Revere's. Okay. So, like she lived in Okemos. I was coming from practice. Nice. Revere's like I'll go out there. It's pretty chill place. Got that whole seventies vibe. Like it's good yeah, times. Everything's dark red and you got that cheese on a platter. Yes. Yeah, pretty much. It's just <laughs> Oberon was back. I had an Oberon. Mm. Didn't have a lot in common. I don't know. You no no no. Hold on. Let me direct the conversation. Appearance wise, okay, how Kilometer. was this girl? Appearance wise. Oh. oh man. Well, she's not listening to the show right now, so I can be uh, I can be honest. Um, How do you know she's not listening, by the way? She told me she wasn't going to be listening. Nice. So, Maybe that was a ruse. Yeah. So I'm going to get... See, yeah. I'm going to get in trouble really quick. Um, she's cute, but I don't, I don't know. I don't know what it... You know, nothing nothing jumped out at me. <laughs> right, right, right. So I guess... she Is she older, yeah, younger? She's younger. Everyone's going to be younger than me. I'm like... 40. Yeah, I got the 70s on my driver's license. I feel kind of embarrassed when I you know, go on these dates and I get carded for, for beer. You're getting carded still? Yeah, I'm getting oh carded. My God. Even with the beard. I, that is sad. The beard so, is a classic diversionary so, tactic. Though. So because I had a lame week, 
This is what I propose. We're all going on the bar crawl. We're going on a bar crawl tomorrow, by the way, East Lansing. Happy hour crew. <laughs> we will be out on various East Lansing drinking establishments tomorrow um, with a absolutely no a, uh, no affiliation bar crawl. I can challenge I can challenge anyone to a pitch drinking contest. So oh, <laughs> um, I will agree that uh, we, Dutch yeah, kilometers. So I will be out and about tomorrow. And if anyone, <laughs> if any of you ladies out there want to meet the Reverend Craig Terrell and arrange a date, that might be a, that might be doable. And we won't have a hidden microphone. Yeah, it totally will or not camera. happen, or a camera. So, so yeah, that's that's our goal for tomorrow, it, fellow happy hourers. So is this just you just went on one date this past week? Yeah, it's been. What kind about of a slow tell week. us about your um, you know instant messagings and well, your Facebook well, messages? Well, here's here's the hot item. This girl I've been chasing forever, kind of on and off. So previous to this previous to this experiment, mm-hmm. freshly single. Nice. So uh, this might be uh, this might be a really interesting trifecta turn of events. Dude, she's just not that into you. <laughs> oh, oh my God! Do not start spot. I'm gonna. You can start uh, spouting off Ayn Rand too. Uh, by the way, I was corrected the other day that it's Ayn Rand and not Ann Rand, which I found hilarious because I got in so many arguments what? with so many people <laughs> who are like, "I love Ayn Rand," and I always made fun of her because I think it's ridiculous. And uh, what? What? And uh, I find out that all the people that were arguing against me didn't even know the proper way to pronounce her name either. So anyway, uh, so yeah, it was a, it was a slow week, but uh, and the instant messaging not been happening a lot. Um, but I'm gonna pick up the pace this weekend. Yeah, you gonna take a qwerty <laughs> typing class or something? Yeah, I'm gonna pick up the pace. We're gonna be out in the town. Well, tell tell me, have you gotten any more hits on your uh, dating profile? No, I think we need to update it with a fresh picture. Oh yeah, you know we can arrange that. Can you bring out a digital camera next week? Someone? Okay. Um, I just got an. I have been getting. Let's go to the mall and get glamour shots. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> do they no, still do glamour shots? No, I think. I think what we should do is. I mean, so, someone, someone that the happy hour knows has to have a video camera. I think we need to start making YouTube videos of this whole experiment. I really do. Uh, video I, I think we could yeah. get in trouble for that. <laughs> I was I was just giving uh by the way um I I when I said I was giving out the address for the uh, South Park episode I just got an onslaught of people messaging me for the link and then uh, one person decided to ask me what my issue with Ayn Rand was. <laughs> she sucks? Uh no, I'm just I I don't think I I don't think Ayn Rand sucks. I think the people who read her and tout her and think that she is the bee's knees and look down at other people for not being fans of Ayn Rand uh, the those are... had changed my life. <laughs> Atlas totally shrugged. Uh... <laughs> oh snap! Snap! So I, uh, the uh, the Reverend Craig Terrell's adventures in all MSU dating. I promise. I promise. I will do my best to make sure next week is ridiculous tastic. Yeah, like, you know what? You are. just need see. Okay, it, it, here's the problem: is that you're actually looking for somebody. I'm looking to be for your mate. Yeah, you're you're actually looking for like something cool. And see, the problem was if we were doing this experiment with just somebody who didn't give a dang, you could be totally like that guy with everybody who tried to date you, and you could just like see like, hello, radio audience. Today is the day where I'm gonna try to get her to like light her cigarette off of a match that i put in my belly button like <laughs> what <laughs> yeah you're going somewhere else with that wow but you, you remember you were on the radio the radio <laughs> listeners can extrapolate what uh, i was thinking we're all, we're all adults here uh so, so so you're saying that i just need to you know maybe not, you need to be maybe you need care. to be a little bit bolder than you've been in the past instead of being i need to be less seven up and more D- dnl or oh, I don't. I don't. Uh, Amanda is looking over at us from. Uh, she's about getting ready for the the basement, which is coming up next, and she has no idea what uh, what you're talking. Amanda needs to be on our show more often yeah, because you need to be we on don't show more often. Uh, besides uh, Eric Marzak, a doctor kilometer, he's the only estrogen we have on the show, and it'd be nice <laughs> to have more. What, just because I cook and I like to keep my apartment clean? <laughs> oh, I'm just giving you a hard time. I don't have to take things so no, seriously. So, so, exactly. I need to Next, you're going to be scissoring oh, me. Comes. That's, that's been my dad's argument his whole life. He's like, I have a clean apartment and I cook. That does not make me a woman. So, that's right. You're only a woman if you scissor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, exactly. Exactly. 
So, I mean, Tim, Tim has met and heard most of the stories, and you have been party to some of the dating stories of my past, and we know I'm capable of doing ridiculous things. Tap so. into those reserves, Reverend. That's what Tap I into them. See, the thing that upsets me is that I was going to talk about the news. We never get to talk about it on TV. I was going to talk about the new uh, season of us, uh, Little People Big World and the uh, accident that they had, the big accident with the trebuchet that they had in the first episode. And we were going to go into talking about the accidents we've all had throughout our lives because oh. I've had a billion of them. That's and, a great story. And so I think we're going to stay keep that for next week. That's uh, a great idea. We're going to talk about the Little People Big World next week. Coming up later here on The Impact, of course, from 10 until 2 a.m., the most evil hours of music on the radio. That would be the hours of power with uh, our boy Puke Pile. Of course, coming up next, two hours of local music right here from the mid-Michigan area. Uh, let's be honest, it's probably mostly from Detroit uh, or Grand Rapids. Uh, <laughs> Amanda <laughs> says no. So The Basement, that is up next. Thanks for listening. You can always catch us, obviously, once again, our MySpace page, myspace.com slash impact happy hour. Facebook profile, uh, or our Facebook group is impact happy hour. And, of course, you can always catch podcasts of the show, previous episodes of Happy Hour. It's right on impact89fm.org. Just go to the podcast section. We are there in all our glory. I'd like to thank Tim for joining us. You are welcome back anytime, sir. I will sure try to make it. The it's rep- a late night at work on Thursdays usually. So uh, we'll try to make in. it regardless. Because uh, once it gets I'll warm sleep. out, we're going straight to L.S. I'll, after I'll, this. I'll just quit my job. Yeah, just quit. We're going to L.S. Uh, not tonight, but once it starts getting warm, we will be. Okay. Uh, the Reverend Craig Terrell, thank you for coming in, bro. Yeah, Ham. Yeah, Sorry about the disappointing dating week. Ladies, I'm on the prowl. <laughs> yeah, you might see us in East Lansing stumbling around tomorrow. And, of course, <laughs> the resident <laughs> matrician. <laughs> it's so disgusting. Uh, our doctor kilometer, Eric Marzak. What's up? See you later, radio And uh, we'll see you guys next week. Thanks for listening. It's been Happy Hour. It's right here on Impact 89 FM.